Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hello and welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Rebecca and from the Brainwaves team today we have Lucy and Terry. So last year we interviewed art therapist Emma Finch prior to to the opening of her Black Dog Art Exhibition. This year the exhibition is returning again and Emma has joined us today to discuss what she's been up to and what her new exhibition is about. So over to you guys. Thank you. Wonderful to see you again, Emma. Um, Now we've got a pile of questions here. Can you tell us about the history of art therapy and the philosophy behind it? Well, art therapy began in Europe and America around the same time after the Second World War, so in the 1940s. And it was as a result of um, people coming from the war and developing mental illness. So artists were working in hospitals and working in mental institutes and they found that if they gave patients art, that they tend to heal and recover better. And so also some of the psychologists and psychiatrists got tuberculosis and they were in the wards and they healed themselves through creating. So it it was discovered that art was healing and art could help um, support and um, help people who who were ick, not ick, who were ill. And then um, in Australia, it's it's a recently new profession. It started coming here late 1980 and early 1990. So it's really relatively new. And that's um, some reasons have been because. Um, Australia was a bit slow in embracing psychodynamic approach in art therapy and that they were a bit wary of it for they thought it was a bit iffy because it's a complementary um, treatment but now in the last 10 years it's come on leaps and bounds mm-hmm. and the basic philosophy is that art is intrinsically healthy and intrinsically healing so we work on that philosophy. Emma um, are you able to tell us in some general terms some of the success stories that you've um, experienced or seen over the years? Well, my very first success story was with a lady in her 80s who had dementia. She hadn't spoken to people for months, so I was brought in to see if I could connect with her. She couldn't communicate with me verbally initially, so I brought out art materials and each week I would see her uh, for an hour and then through using art, she became lucid. And with these lucid moments, she would then talk about how um, staff had been treating her, how she knew if she was being treated kindly or badly. A funny story was she said that she was going to draw the animal I was terrified of and I said well how do you know she says she just knows and with that she drew a goat and I'm terrified of goats and so there was this um 
unforeseen connection occurred and so she survived three years without therapy and became more and more lucid and her dementia used, did ease and recover a bit as she used art therapy. I have many clients who have gone on now to university or to art courses or childcare courses who want to develop art packages and use art as a means of creating their work workplace. I have people who everyone's given hope of, um, lost hope that they were going to die, but through using art, their life has been extended. Um, in the mental health field, there's people who have lost hope and have been actively suicidal, and they have come from a place of distress to success and to healing. And so that's been wonderful. There's really too many to, to list. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm. Now, um, Emma, can you tell us what a typical art therapy session would look like? Well, that's an interesting question because there isn't a typical looking art session because every art session is unique. Everybody comes to the group or individual session or group session or a closed group with different things which have happened throughout the week. But normally you would have um, a table set up in the middle of the room. You'd have art materials set up. You may have light music on. And you have an introduction, getting people sort of engaged to say, how are you feeling? And then you may be directive and give a direction or how are you feeling today? Would you like to draw how you're feeling? And then clients or participants will then begin to draw and express how they were feeling. After about 45 minutes of art making, we'd then um, have a break for a cup of tea or, or, or an eat break, and then we'd come together as a group, and then we'd have a 10 to half an hour discussion about the artwork. Now, it's not compulsory to talk about the artwork, but if you want to show your work to the group and talk about it, then it's really beneficial. Mm. Um, Emma, does the approach of art therapy differ between therapists? Yes, it does. Um, like any therapy, um, different people uh, are, are pulled to different theories. Yeah. Like I was trained psychodynamically, but I now use positive psychiatry, mindfulness, um, a bit of gestalt and things like that. So every therapist um, uses different um Therapies, but we all got the the main goal is that art is healing, yeah. and so we come together and we use art as a way to communicate and to heal. Mm. Yeah, and um, are some people difficult? Is it difficult for them at first to overcome any feelings of embarrassment or inhibitions uh, that they might have about being creative? Well, if I was to ask a lot of the listeners out there, would you like to come to a group and do some art therapy, there may be a, thing, a gulp and a panic. That's what most people feel. They feel, I can't do art. I've had a bad experience as a child. I had a bad experience at school. Teachers told me that I wasn't good at art. And so they have a lot of inhibitions about whether they can draw or not. But with art therapy, there's no right or wrong. Your work won't be judged. And it's actually better if you don't have an art history because then the unconscious comes out more and we can work with you and the art therapist's role is to make you feel comfortable. Mm, thank you. Emma, um, how has art benefited you personally? 
Well, I suffered childhood trauma and didn't have words to talk about the trauma. So for 30 years, I I was silent with words, but I drew and I painted and awful scenes would come out in my artwork and I couldn't tell what was going on. All I knew was therapeutic. So I had some mentors throughout my life who encouraged me to draw, encouraged me to paint. So if someone upset me, I would draw a caricature of them and write words and things like that and that had a really healing benefit to me that I um, first of all experienced the power of art myself and then I went and had art therapy yep. um, sessions myself and now I have become an art therapist. Hmm. And is art therapy more suitable for particular mental health issues than, than other ones? Not really. It's again, it's extremely individual. It depends um, what your conditional illness is at the time. If you're really psychotic, then you may um, need to wait a little bit till your condition is more under control. But it can be helpful to anyone. All they we ask is that you have a willingness to try. Mm, thank you. Um, and more broadly, do you think a connection uh, to art? and artworks plays an important role in society? Oh, extremely so. We were brought up as children to draw first before we could talk, and so there's there. And we're overwhelmed with media and art and stimulation. But in society, we need art brings everyone together, whether it's music, dance, theatre, writing, poetry, storytelling, painting, printing, sculpting. It, it brings everyone together and it, it, it is really healing. And so society needs art and a lot of history has been reported by the arts. So we, we need people to be rebels and to go out there and tell the story of what's going on in life. And the art seems to have more of an impact than like a media film. Yeah, it does. There's that saying, I think it's an Irish saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. Yes. Mm, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Now, I'm a bit tentative about this question. I don't want to, I don't know, Im embed any, any stigma in connection here. But do you think there is any connection between being artistic and having mental health problems? Well, there's two thoughts to this. There's research that says yes for some people and there's research that says no. I'm of the opinion that just because you've got a mental illness doesn't mean to say you're going to um, be artistic and the other way around. Just because you're artistic does not mean to say you're going to have a mental illness. But history has proved that many, many um, gifted people have had mental illness. So there is some similarity, but it may be because different parts of the brain are being stimulated and that um, creative people tend to be more sensitive and more emotional. Um, so Emma, can you tell us how you first got involved in this unique form of therapy? Well, when, like I said earlier, I had past childhood trauma, so I always drew. And then in school holidays, I would be invited to go to camps where I used my art ability to help children less fortunate than myself um, 
to um, feel good about than some with art. So I knew it was something. But at the time, 20 years ago, art therapy wasn't heard of in Australia. So I didn't know what it was called. So I travelled Europe and the week before I came to Australia, I found an article that art therapy helped abuse people and I thought that's it that's what it's called and that's what I want to be so then I did a, a few courses three courses in Australia and then went to England and trained as an art therapist oh wow mm. um and do you have you seen how it's impacted uh the well-being of society uh that that's a good question because firstly people saw it a bit of scepticism with it but now people are really in Australia coming to embrace it yeah um people are are coming to me people are looking for art therapists people are really using it in schools for bullying and for trauma and for domestic violence and for mental health so it's only increasing and it will increase Mm. yeah and you've got Uh, another, yet again, Black Dog art exhibition coming up. Can you tell us all about it, please? Right. This one is the Black Dog Shadows and Light and it follows on from last year's exhibition, The Black Dog, The Elephant in the Room. What we discovered that people still found that there was a need to communicate what it is to have mental health issues and to have anxiety and depression so people spoke about that there was shadow and light and they wanted to see the light-hearted side and the dark side so that's what we're doing um, this year also we're actually producing a documentary coming out of the Black Dog exhibition to to promote and have a, a few of the artists speak about how the exhibition has helped them and what art therapy is like. We've also got an art collective with clients who have mental illness who can't work full-time have now come into the community and are producing artwork, jewellery and bags and things so they can sell and make make profit from that and get some spending money so lots of things are happening this exhibition is going to be really exciting we've got beautiful guest speakers um, lots of um, interesting artists putting work in and we hope that it will grow and expand and really break down stigma and bring about more conversations about anxiety and depression in the community because more needs to be said and it needs to be spoken about openly and honestly yeah definitely Um, So we last spoke to you last year shortly before the Elephant in the Room exhibition. Um, Can you tell us more about that event now that it's over? Yes, we had over 80 artists exhibit with over 120 artworks and over 500 people came through the doors to the exhibition. So that was again really successful. Um, it was extremely moving exhibition where people exhibited their art pieces and thoughts and prose. It's any art form. And it was very moving to see that a very trusting, honest environment was had by the exhibition. And you, you come to this exhibition um, 
really some people come with no understanding of mental health but they left understanding there were people who came who hadn't shared their stories with family or friends before so it was a complete opening up of this is my story and I, I want you to know and this needs to be told all these people who had friends and family who had mental health issues or people with mental health issues and it was all about pride and people were really proud to be there to exhibit and to, to create this safe space where anxiety and depression isn't an issue and it shouldn't be an issue. It should be just an everyday thing. And so the exhibition hopes to bring it into the community to make it an everyday event so there's no one out there who feels lonely and depressed and isolated. So it's bringing the community together and bringing hope. Fantastic, Emma. Um, what inspired you to get involved in having an exhibition in particular? I mean, I know you're an art therapist and you run a lot of classes, but an exhibition is over and above all of that. Yeah, well, I started in two years ago doing the Opening Doors Leadership Program and clients had been coming to me at Amaroo Neighbourhood Centre where I worked to say that they were suffering from depression and anxiety but they thought um, there was a stigma attached and how could I help them to break the stigma. So I have run um, galleries before so I thought my expertise was to put on an exhibition and so that proved um, a really good example of how we could get a point across to people and I know like you said before a painting paints a thousand words and images and songs and prose go a long way people get a deeper understanding and a move by what they see. Mm. Um, so Emma, are people able to submit art for this year's exhibition? Oh, we would really welcome um, anyone's artwork. You've got to September the 22nd, which is a Friday, to exhibit artwork. And then the exhibition runs on the 6th of October and the 7th of October. We have an invitation only opening night on Thursday the 5th. So if you're an artist exhibiting, you'll get an invitation to that opening where we have special things installed. Oh, and, and what if you're involved in the media campaign to um, uh, promote this exhibition? You can be invited Oh, too. good, good. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, and um, can you tell us where and when this exhibition is being held and uh, do people need to pre-book? Right. The exhibition is being held out of Amaroo Neighbourhood Centre and that's 34 Amaroo Street, Chadston. And it's not that far from the Chadston Shopping Centre, only about a, a five-minute car drive. That's in good traffic. And in the evening, it, it would be quite good to get there. Um, what was the second question, sorry? Do people need to pre-book? Um, we yes, we need because there's um, the amount of people coming to the exhibition. There's regulations on how many people can come to and be, be inside on the space. So yes, yeah. yeah, so there's um, I think it's about 140 people are allowed to be in the building. So we need people to register to say they're coming. But to exhibit, there is um, we'll have available for you a conditions and entry form which you can fill out and send to me. So my email is epfinch64 at gmail.com or my phone number is 0415 
278580. And if you're interested in exhibiting or want to talk about the exhibition, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Now, can you um, very slowly, okay, because people might have had a chance to get their biros out by now, yeah. say your email address and your mobile number right. again? My email is all lowercase epfinch64 at gmail.com. My mobile is 0415-278-580. And we'll include all those details on our podcast page. Thank you. So thank you so much, Emma, for coming in. Um, just to kind of round it up, um, I've got one of the flies that you've got here and it, it it's so pretty. Um, so just for our listeners, so the purpose of the Black Dog Shadows and Light exhibition is to showcase the use of... Cr- use of creativity as a powerful source of healing during periods of depression and anxiety. Um, definitely last year, it was really nice to have you come in and I'm so glad the exhibition went really well. So we wish you all the best. Thank you. Um, so if you want to get involved, please feel free to contact Emma. We'll include all her contact details on the podcast page and you have until the 22nd of September to register artwork um so thank you so much for being on the show today you can find more of our shows on our website brainwaves.org.au or on the 3cr website 3cr.org.au or on itunes feel free to send us feedback or suggestions for shows via email at brainwaves at wellways.org join us for next week for another episode of brainwaves You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.